Hello, and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm joined today by, of course, Ashley O. Hello. Hello. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Allegra Frank. Hi. I went backwards that time. Did you guys like that? Was that okay for you? I did like you? that. I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was kind of like thinking, man, I always do it the same way. I got to I gotta mix things up without telling my co-hosts Surprise. on a show where we're live. I panicked that's... and I did the beauty pageant. <laughs> beauty pageant wave. <laughs> soft, Open hand. Soft, soft waving. <laughs> directly to me, who is like two Here. feet from you. So thank you for that. I really appreciated it. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this on live Twitter, you can tweet hashtag Polygon show if you have some lightning round questions for us, which you should, because we're going to do a lightning round right immediately now, starting with the lightning round, because I have no questions. I feel like I know everything about you guys already. I need other people to give me questions. First question, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's a lightning round, so we do have to answer it fast, which means there's no time for politics here. Allegra Frank. Polygon show. Whoa, Chelsea Stark. <laughs> I like almost everything Gimlet Media produces, including yeah. Reply All and Crime Town and, yeah, those things. Ashley, I called you Chelsea. I'm a fuck-up. <laughs> Why would I call you that? I am oh, not. Chelsea's right over there. Ouch. Um <laughs> Uh, I like Sawbones a lot. Sawbones. Oh yeah, Justin McCoy's podcast mm-hmm. with Sydney. Uh, there's a podcast called Bowery Boys. It's about New York City history, and it is pretty boring. Oh, I've listened to that. It's really good. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. What kind of level designs slash requirements do you hate? Parentheses. Water levels. Escort. Timed. Etc. Every single yeah, all chase all mission. Those. Okay, oh, those. Okay. But every single chase <laughs> mission from any Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I hate anything time. I hate all of those. Yeah, all I hate of races, <laughs> which is basically, I feel like, what you're describing. Yeah. Like, anything that involves you, like, racing mm. someone. There's a freaking mission in Assassin's Creed 2. It's, like, one of the first chase missions you have, and it's across the freaking rooftops. And oh, it's, is that with the thieves? Yeah. Oh, I that. It's impossible. It took me so long. I was so furious, and you can't get out of it once you've triggered it. It's just, mm. it just, uh, so bad. Chase your least, yeah. oh, no, Chelsea. chase missions are terrible. I'm saying, like, I'm with yeah. you completely. Yeah. Like, they're awful. Thank you for agreeing. Do you have one, a different one, Ashley? Or do you Ice have the same ones. Ice. Ugh. I hate those. Anything ice. that's, like, water or adjacent to water. Water and water adjacent yes. things are bad. Yes. Next question. We have sports, racing, and even cooking games. What would real, what? What would real world things would you like to see simulated in games? So what real world things would you like to see simulated in games besides sports, racing, and even cooking games? Oh. Ooh, I have one. I want, I think there are probably some games that do this, but I want like a full on like makeup game where you just have to like do makeup for people. That'd be really fun. You just want style savvy, but for, for makeup. Can't. Don't you do makeup and style savvy though? I feel like you mostly just do clothes. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. I'm a person who I'm like a style savvy fake because I love that game, the one that came out like last year or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I've never actually played it. (laughs) I did the concept of it is so good. Chelsea, what's a a kind of game that you I would like stocking vending machines or something weird or stocking retail stuff to like based on like this is a very weird idea, but like a mini game where you have to 
attract people's attention like based oh, on what stalking. you buy. Stalking. Okay. So I thought you meant stalking like stalking. following. I thought you meant like window shopping, but you call it stalking retail stores. <laughs> no, here's what I imagine is you sitting and waiting for some something to drop down into vending machine unnoticed so that you can go grab it and get free food. Or I just steal people's like I become good at stealth games and steal people's food before they can. You're just in yes. line behind someone at a vending machine and they're thinking people's grabbing it. Right through the legs and your bolts. <laughs> ah, these are my Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> Do you have one, Ashley? Um, uh, uh, I don't think I would enjoy this, but this I, I thought it'd be fun to do uh, like a job simulator esque version of bartending. Oh my god! I Why is there that. not a bartending game? That's a That's really true. good idea. You gotta do all this stuff really fast, and then you have these people like waving at you or waving the credit cards at you. And you have to remember how to make their drinks. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I want a full scale RPG that is just running a restaurant. Because yeah. like you have Diner Dash and everything, and that like you have a lot of like sort of oh, mobile Dash. games and casual games that are about that, but like full scale, like dealing with customers who have unique personalities and like changing your menu based on seasonal oh food availability and like your staff. Like, I have no life. The wait staff is like hooking up. Oh my and god! Showing up late, and yes. then you walk in, and there's people having sex in a closet. Yes, or wow. on the table, or on the this table. You have answer. to fire them. Yes. Yeah. The health inspector is on his way right now. They're having sex on the table. You got to Jeremy, fill why? Out, again? You have to fill out like forms to HR and corporate before, oh. in a certain amount of time. Do you have <laughs> HR if you run an independent like family-owned restaurant? Oh, you are so HR. Not. I want the Stardew Valley of restaurant simulators. Oh yeah, you you a start with a, report. You start with a family-owned restaurant, and you build your way up to a franchise, a corporate yeah, franchise. Yeah, so you become HR. a chain, and then you get HR, yeah. and I then they can I'm fire what? people for you. Yes. yes. Why are you pushing this capitalist narrative of having a chain of restaurants being the the end-all, be-all of achievement? No, I think I think it'd be more fun to have a spinoff game where you're a Taco Bell franchisee. I feel like these are very <laughs> different games that we're talking about here. <laughs> this is be like. <laughs> This is the original one. Spawns the spinoff. Spawns the spinoff. It's like we have this brand so name. That's a really sense. good idea. Yes. Yeah, it's the, the sim park to the sim theme park, if you will. Yes. Good metaphor. Next question. Congrats on This one is from metaphor. Kurt Bonjagut. Uh, oh. Which IP would you like to see an officially licensed game of? Taco Bell. We've just said it. We've just said it. we want to see a Taco Bell IP. What, why is Ashley dying? Ashley's dying there in the, the corner. Can you, just, can you say it again? Bonjagut. <laughs> also, his name is Kilgore Clout, which is also really yeah. good. I was asked to read the usernames of I people know, who send in their questions. <laughs> Twice as many laughs as before. The Polygon Show. Uh, does anyone else have an answer to this question that is not Taco Bell? Because obviously they're Wait, already working that's on your- it. It's we literally were just talking about yeah. Taco Bell okay. is an IP. Remember I think Pants and uh, the enemy game studio of Pants are all working on those IPs. Yes, they want to call. Oh, it. Pants! Pants! Forgot about Pants. Oh, it's Pants and just Pants. Pants, just Pants, pants. and just Pants. Yes. Two rival game studios. Yes. working on IP. Different games about Taco Bell. Taco Bell licensed its IP or to its multiple game its studios. Its brand to multiple. Wow. Wait, Somebody you're doing licensing up. in this game. No, this is like the you real just do world. paperwork for Taco Bell. You never see a Taco <laughs> oh, Bell. Oh, You're just in a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So you're you're a cubicle person doing signing deals for Taco Bell. You don't even work in a Taco Bell restaurant. No. You work in you, Taco you work Bell in the HQ. License. Yeah. This is again a spin-off of the deep, deep mechanical RPG of running multiple Taco Bells. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> when will Taco Bell sponsor us? <laughs> I have been waiting. I, feel like, I am putting it out there. Wait, I am I, laying wait, it all out. Really, Chelsea and I like Taco Bell. Do you like? We've Taco never had Taco You've never Bell. Had, but this is the perfect time for them wait, to no, sponsor us. I remember us. you didn't, which Allegra was not surprising. Mm-hmm. But you, Taco Simone, Time. Only had Taco Why Time. not? Because I'm from the West Coast. But do they Taco not Bell have Taco is Bell? On we, the we West do Coast. have Taco Bell. We have those combination Pizza Huts what? and Taco Bells. Listen, don't, let's not get into okay. that. Yeah. I've been waiting my entire life for Taco Bell to send me free food because they're paying for me to talk about them on a podcast. And instead, I'm just talking about them for free. I'm so. sure this is exactly the answer that Kurt Vonnegut wanted. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do a, we're going to wrap this up by everyone is going to go around and say a different IP that is not Taco Bell that we would like to see an officially licensed game of. And then we're going to go into what we're playing. I'm going to start with Chelsea. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't know anything. Ashley. I no. don't know any. Uh, Allegra. No, I definitely have one for this. Oh. Literally nothing? nothing. What is it? I keep Veggie Tales. Yes. Is there Good not answer. a Veggie Tales game? There yeah, but no, is. we need a, a dark retelling. That's the oh thing. Like, God. I can think of series that already dark have Veggie Tales. Yeah. With Larry Boy. Mm. Fucking Warrior Cats. I don't know. Yeah, those yes, like yes, off yes. brand Warrior Cats. That books? is what I was thinking. Wait, what Warriors. is Warrior Yeah, what? Warrior Cats. Do you not listen to Mabimbo? Oh. Did, were you never a teenage girl who no. went to middle school and had no friends? Was I, that not you? I thought Warrior Cat is that like uh, SWAT Cats? It's a book about oh tribes God. of cats who have good names based on nature and they must fight. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Let me think. We'll, we'll, so we'll go over this after the show is okay. over. I'm there's ready just not to read a full Wikipedia. It defined um, my middle school years. Miriam Webster. That's the IP that I want to see an officially licensed <laughs> game of. Okay. Oh, Miriam Let's, Webster. Girl detective? Yes. Girl librarian? That's really good. Let's talk about what we are playing, Um, which means that I have a sad confession to make, which is that it is National Novel Writing Month. And even though every week on this show I talk about how behind I am on playing the games that will be considered... oh. Pat put up a picture of Ernest Aww. Hemingway. Whoa. Thank you. A picture of Ernest Hemingway at his typewriter pecking away with his beautiful it's mustache. It's not the nude one. That it's you not like. the nude picture. I really should have sent that to him. Although then we'd have to describe it and that would just lead down a dark, <laughs> well, dark... Well, I don't know. You already <laughs> described it yesterday. Uh, I did not describe it. You did? Not in full detail. Did I? Yeah. You replied to Jeff's tweet... <laughs> When he was like, what is something really cool you wish that everyone knew about? And then you wrote this long tweet describing this nude picture of really? Ernest Hemingway what? with a fishing rod covering only his junk. Was that your first 280 character tweet? After, Jeff just goes, I regret this thread. Well, I'm ashamed. Let me talk about a different thing that I'm ashamed about. <laughs> which is that it's Nano NaNoWriMo. It's National Novel Writing Month, which means that instead of playing all of the games that I need to play, I have been trying to write a book in 30 days. So it's 50,000 words in the 30 days of November. Mm. Um, and I hit 15K yesterday. I don't nice. have a life. Thank you. That's really good, yeah, though. That's really yeah, thank awesome. you. I've been having a baller schedule. I get up at like... 6.30 or 7, I write a 1,000 words, I come to work, I work, and then I go home and I write 667 more words. And it's really fun. And I love 
my hobbies, which are only good. They're Six, only fun. 67? Yes. Why not one less? Why one? <laughs> oh, you Satanist, you freaking Satanist. We <laughs> uh, cannot now, bring Satan into this good Taco Bell worship house. No, I, literally all I'm thinking about now is the nude picture of Ernest Hemingway. Don't evangelize Taco to, Bell or <laughs> nude Hemingway. Satan or Taco Bell. I'm going to write a you book about choose. it. We're going to move on to the other thing that we've been playing this week, which is Super Mario Odyssey, which Allegra, you are still playing. Yes. Tell us about your thoughts. If you have new thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey, a game which is good, which we enjoy. Yes. Uh, so I went to Boston this weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is a terrible place. Don't go there. Mm. And I was hanging out with my dad inside because Boston's a terrible place. Don't go there. And I brought my Switch. And I was like, Dad, we're going to play Mario. And he was like, I don't want to. And I was like, that's OK. And then I played Mario and I made him watch. And he was like wrapped. It was just really cute. Like, I feel like that's the kind of game that like bridges generations. He still did not want to play. Like, you, I was like, we you, can do co-op. He did not want to play. But he was taken back by like the graphics, how beautiful it is. I was in the Ice Kingdom or the Snow Kingdom. Um and he's like, okay, that's fun. Like, look at Mario. Look at him go. This is look cool. Look at him go. Has your dad seen Cappy. a modern game in a while? Like, I have forced him to watch oh. me play games. So did he um, used to play Mario with you when it no. was? No. No, so he's never played Mario with you. Like I've said about my mom, how she thought that Mario was just a tennis series. My dad oh, yeah. has also only played Mario tennis. Um, so he likes Mario tennis. So like we were playing, he's like, wow, he's come a long way from tennis. Um, but like, you know, they've seen me. Sorry, this is my my gesture <laughs> for your dad is to swing my arms back and forth oh, and good... like act like a person who's walking very jauntily. Or that's how dancing. I imagine Richard. <laughs> Richard dancing. Uh, Richard mostly just like walks really slowly like me and like stares past you instead of in your eyes. So like just that. like look at the wall at all times <laughs> while like walking really slowly and talking about jazz. But uh, yeah, so Richard and I... <laughs> Richard and I were enjoying a nice time, me playing Mario and like explaining how Cappy works and how like the costumes work. Yeah. And it was really cute, like to play with like, you know, an older person that who is isn't so adorable. In that. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna is anyone gonna bring Mario home for the holidays as a date? I mean, as a for the game to show <laughs> to it, their family. <laughs> what? I'll be like, Mom, I didn't tell you. Well, because Allegra brought her switch to visit her dad. So Yeah. Are you? Chelsea. Definitely. Gonna I bring Mario home for the holidays. Gonna bring Mario to Southern California where I'm going to be. <sighs> where he belongs. Yeah. He'll like it there. Get mm -hmm. some sun. Mm -hmm. Get some sun. He he actually does look very pasty in this photo of him that we're looking at now. Pasty? Pasty. pasty. <laughs> She's still on the date. <laughs> I'm question. sorry. I'm this whole nude Hemingway thing has just thrown me for a loop. You have the vapors. <laughs> we understand. The vapors? Let's keep going. <laughs> the other thing that you played this week, Ashley and Allegra together, was Bubsy because we forced you to stream it. Or no, you volunteered. We chose. You volunteered. We chose. We made to, a choice. You chose to make yourself sad. We also and chose sad. to make a, an elaborate, I would say, beautiful backstory for Bubsy. I don't know if you. Oh care my god, to share I didn't it. hear that. I, I don't hear know that. if should we share. I guess how, it's you know how appropriate you know Bubsy's watching. Well. Oh my God, Bubsy! Bubsy's watching. Is Bubsy watching? Um, well, we made this celebrity. I feel so bad. Tell uh, me the story of Bubsy. Uh, it's the story game. of triumph. Yeah, the whole game is actually a metaphor. It's very close to BoJack Horseman, 
where it's about Bubsy's quest back to sobriety. He oh, hasn't no. been sober since the 90s. This mm-hmm. is really sad. Uh, and, you know, Connie, his, like, welfare <laughs> <laughs> is like, Bubsy, you got to take this. You get, you get, you're running out of money. You got to find work. And he's just like, oh, I'm done with that. And then he's, like, drinking out of his flask. And then she's just like, Bubsy, you got to get sober. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to be sober for this one. And then he takes the project and all those one-liners isn't Bubsy trying to be funny. It's like him living up to the, you know, and party down with Adam Scott, like, are we having yeah. fun yet? And he like hates himself for saying that. Mm-hmm. That's the, Bubsy. This is what your stream was about yesterday? Yep. Kinda. Basically. This is what you told the people on our, our YouTube channel? Why did everyone come to have a good time? Everyone was like, wow, you know, I came in hating Bubsy. Now I feel bad Yeah, that's what him. I said. I was like, this is a story about redemption. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I do not dislike Bubsy himself. No. you. I, I yeah. champion Bubsy mm-hmm. as a Per character, per cat character. You want better things for him. I feel so. You're talking about Bubsy has made Bubsy into a sort of clown for me. What? No. Why? Oh no! It's a oh, compliment. Yes, for Simone. For it's a, a Simone. compliment because everyone be laughs at him. No, Simone has and a. You know, Simone has a unique relationship to yes. clowns. Very special. So, we have a special relationship. I am America. Clowns are my England. Except sad. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. You complicated. I said. So my understanding that came out of me. My understanding of Simone's relationship to clowns, because I feel like we've talked about this before and like not addressed it, is that you feel very great sympathy for them. Great sympathy and empathy. I would I would even go so far as to say, but empathy that I've completely made up from some sadness inside of me. So you'll see a clown and then other things. Oftentimes you are moved to tears because of how so often much you feel for them. See, this is the Bubs, he wants to be funny. He wants to crack jokes Mm -hmm. and be a fun guy and have a fun time getting wool, but he's not funny. And there's nothing more tragic than somebody no, who wants to be funny I, I and isn't know. funny. I don't know if he's I trying to know. be funny. I, I feel like the <laughs> lies to be he funny. says instead of trying to be funny is him trying to just cope with the idea of being alive at all. That's another <laughs> seat that's sad also. <laughs> Nihilus Bubsy. It's good. Speaking so good. of trying to cope with being alive, Chelsea, you you started playing Near Automata. Whoa. <laughs> good. Um <sighs> Yeah, I really, I hadn't played Nier. I know Ashley has been championing Nier for months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm i not extremely far. I think I've made it through like a good amount of sections. Just mm-hmm. bought more giant robots mm. the second time. Um, but I think what I really find interesting about Nier is that you've got this really kind of evil save system Mm-hmm. But it also has like there's a game reason for it, and I and that's one of my favorite things when the remind us what the save system is. So you can't save until you're next to a memory bank mm-hmm. because you're, you're an android. You're backing up your consciousness. Are those like really hard to find or like spread out or the something? Ho- okay, this is not. I don't think a huge spoiler because this is the first thirty minutes of the game. The first thirty minutes of the game, there's none on the planet you're out exploring, so you cannot save the first thirty minutes of the game. So if you die on the first boss, like I did, oh, you no. have to replay the first thirty minutes of the game, uh-huh. uh, which wasn't my fave. How many times did you die? Just two. 
Okay. Just, just putting that in perspective for me because I do need to play near before game of the year comes up. Just, just adding it on the list. Just put just it just, on the list. I was playing on normal. Just drop the difficulty the easy. You'll be fine. Sure. Um, uh, but it was like, I liked the, I like when game mechanics have a, a story reason for existing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a really cool design, but it also is extremely frustrating design. If you've like wandered out far outside of the bounds of the save system. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things that we played the first hour or so together, and I thought it was super cool how, like, you could customize your um, your heads up or your, yeah. your head because you mm-hmm. are a robot who can have certain attachments that will show you, like, how much health you have left, how much you know, ammo. I don't know. There's even the cooler are. parts to that, which is if you want to add new chips that you find around the world to, like, increase your speed, you mm-hmm. only have so much space in your chip inventory, so you can take out pieces of your HUD yeah. to make more space for, like, Kill mm-hmm. faster. Kill yeah. faster. That's like very much like a computer. Like it'll color code like the blocks to show like this red block is like attack stuff that you have. Like this gray stuff is like your HUD stuff. This blue stuff is other stuff. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. But I definitely feel like saving and memory are going to be like, I'm not trying to spoil it for anyone, but I'm saying like, I have a feeling that that is a huge aspect of this game that I'm like really excited to see more of because it seems like a game about unreliable memories and fucking with your head. And I'm like really excited for that. Mm. So I love my head to be fucked with. Yeah. I was just thinking that. <laughs> you were just thinking about fucking with love my head. head fucking. Yes, also your Never head specifically. Never say that. <laughs> Never wow. say that. Back it up. Take it off. I said it. Sorry. It all. Wow, you said it. Well, let's talk about, let's punish you by talking about how you are playing Bury Me, My Love. Yes, which... As you have a mouthful like, of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. <laughs> Let wow, me you're tell drinking you. it openly on the show now. I know. Openly. They know. They, they know. know. They know that we don't have a choice. I know. So you're um, playing Bury Me, My Love. Yes. So it's this really cool mobile game that came out like a couple weeks ago. And I just like stumbled upon it because I think Kotaku or something wrote about it. Um, and I like mobile games because I'm always on the go. Because I'm so busy and popular. Not at all. Um, so I like to be on the couch watching Breaking Bad and eating peanut butter out of the jar, and I like to do things with one hand. So basically, this game is about Syrian refugees. So you're like a, you're playing a one half of a couple. So it's like a man and a woman, and you're like the man, I guess. But your wife is going to like try and escape Syria. So she's trying to go to Germany. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is it's like a phone interface, kind of like uh, a normal phone, but like it's only the text. So only text. So basically she's like texting you and she's like, hey, just got to like Turkey or whatever. I'm doing OK. Oh, this thing happened. And then you can like choose how to reply. Um, and there's like multiple endings and like, you know, a lot of different options. Sometimes you can just send emojis and the writing is amazing. Like it's super, super like realistic writing. So it's really gripping yeah. and interesting. Like I feel like I already know like the characters. And the thing that's really interesting is that it plays out in real time. Mm-hmm. There's two options and like the recommended one is to play it in real time. So basically like she'll be texting you and then she's like, okay, I got to go. Like I'll text you later. And then if you have it on the real time setting, you won't be able to do anything again for like six Until hours. Until she texts you back. Whoa. Oh my yeah. God, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. So like you can be wa- waiting for like hours and be like, oh God, did she like die in a camp? Like what happened? And then she'll text you back finally and you get like a push notification being if, like, oh, one message. If you don't reply immediately does she get worried like does she i haven't seen that yet i don't know because i've always like replied immediately because i get worried about her (laughs) what if Um, she texts you back when you're sleeping uh oh yeah so i've had that happen actually where like i don't 
actually, yeah, I haven't texted her back immediately because I've had it on all day. So actually, there was one time and like she was fine. OK, um, it doesn't like progress. Your wife is OK. She's fine. She's currently alive. I I'm think like, really invested in your wife. It goes in real time, but like it won't progress unless won't. you reply. It won't okay. punish you, basically. Yeah. So she's going in real time, but you're not going in real. Time. Yeah. So I guess it kind of like pauses so that you can respond. But okay. you can also like do it like fast mode if you want to just see the whole story. But it's just like super interesting. Like I literally have it on real time right now and she hasn't texted me in like an hour and I'm like I hope she's okay I don't know and like there's different branches that you can go on like there's 11 endings or something shit. whoa wow. have you played it through once or is this your first this is my first okay through. cool shit so, I'm gonna check back in on that with you next week yeah it's really cool. really cool so far yeah Let's take a moment to talk about Gamefly because I know that you are ready to save money and play more games. Especially at this time of year when there are so many good games coming out, it can be really stressful. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all of your favorite games. Go to Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. That is convenient it is easy and it saves you the hassle of worrying like am i gonna buy this 60 dollars game you don't have to worry about that get it sent to your door try it out see if you like it gamefly is the leading video game rental service and they have over 9,000 titles to choose from so that you can of course try games and movies before you make that final commitment to them and you can keep the games as long as you want which is great because a lot of games can be really long and I know you're probably pretty busy so don't worry about late fees keep the game play it when you want it try it out see how you like it and they also offer movie rentals now too you can access that by going to gamefly.com slash polygon show and starting a free premium 30-day trial today now, this premium trial lets you check out two games or movies at a time, and you can only get this offer by visiting gamefly.com slash polygon show. That is G-A-M-E-F-L-Y dot com slash polygon show. So go sign up, start playing all of your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days. Thank you so much, Gamefly, for sponsoring this episode of The Polygon Show. Ah, let's go to another lightning round before we talk about the news. Learn some lightning facts about lightning. Lightning is an electronic phenomenon. This question <laughs> is from Migs Boson, our friend Migs. Um, how do you like your eggs if you don't like eggs? Just say scrambled and wink. Allegra. I like eggs in so many different ways. I love scrambled. I love hard boiled and I love soft boiled and I love fried. You're totally contorting the the meaning behind the wink. I can't that even yeah. wink. You're winking I feel right like now. My if wink you is wink, like that means Blue. you hate eggs. Wait, it does. If yeah, you don't, if you like, don't eggs, like eggs, just, just say scrambled, scrambled and wink. Well, I also like scrambled eggs. Then don't wink. wink. Yeah, what? Is the wink the part that confirms I don't oh like that. God, because well, you're lying. Too bad. Can't follow. Okay, so Allegra likes scrambled, no wink, hard boiled, and what? Soft boiled and fried, <laughs> all of them. Okay, Chelsea. Mm -hmm. I no, I like I like fried and like scrambled, scrambled with cheese. Mm. Like omelet. omelet, omelet over medium. Yes. Ashley, I like all of those. I also like a good soft boiled egg and a good poached egg. Oh shit, a good poached egg. Mm. Next question: mm. What kind of fruit would you be? This question is from Jarnadar. It's going to be really difficult. It's difficult. What kind of fruit would you yeah. be? 
Oh. I mean, there's already like pear shapes and like apple bottom and all that stuff. Boots with the fur, with the fur. Don't. Don't. I'm sorry. Don't more like. What kind of raspberry? I mean, okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Mental confusion. Would you want to be a fruit that you like to eat or a fruit that you don't eat? Oh. Am I a raspberry? I love to eat raspberries. Does that just mean I love myself or does it mean I'm self-cannibalizing? No, because I think hmm. those... Does it mean I'm bumpy? No, but it means you're and sweet, kinda hairy? but still tart. I don't think if you are a raspberry, you would be able to eat yourself. Yeah, so yeah. I don't I think wouldn't that's have a, a mouth. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to move. I, I like have no mouth, mouth, but I must raspberry. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> Powered Akira asks, what would a Polygon show sitcom look like? Awful. Mm. Ah. <laughs> it would not be it friends. Would be like, it'd be kind of it would sad. be like the office, but it would be like uh, a sadder. Crazier. Yeah. Or like it's always sunny or something. Oh, it's def no, we it's we have to stick with that. It's always sunny as our like spirits. I'm Charlie. I'm fucking, yeah, okay. I was I gonna say I'm probably no, okay. Can I be I You're Dennis? Frank! Yes, I'm Dennis. <laughs> You're Dennis. You're definitely Dennis. <laughs> definitely I am Dennis. Definitely D. So you're either Frank or Mac. No, I'm Frank. That's really yeah. let me be Frank. Give me Frank. We both okay. need cat food. We need oh, a Mac. Cat we need a Mac. Cat is our Mac. Cat's our Mac. Okay. Okay. Next question. <laughs> this question is again from Jarnadar. Uh, Bubsy versus Crash Bandicoot. Who is stronger in battle? I'm gonna toss this one to the expert. Definitely Ashley o. Crash Bandicoot for sure. All right, I'm gonna go with that answer because that seems very real to me. I'm gonna do one more of these and then we'll move on to some news. What are some outfits you wish were available in Super Mario Odyssey? This question is from Keiki with two C's and two Y's. Baller. Oh, uh, oh, uh, all I'm, of them. Carmen Miranda hat. What? Like the fruit. The fruit, fruit hat? Oh, the fruit the hat. What? Oh, like a Chiquita banana. Yeah. Oh. Mario's already in trouble for wearing sombreros. I don't know if I want him to go down that road. <laughs> what about uh, a hot dog costume? <laughs> hot dog costume is a hard yes. Hard yes. Yeah. All kinds of food costumes, really. Mm. Hamburger. Oh, now I'm getting creeped out by what I just said. Hamburger? Sexy potato. Yeah. Sexy oh, potato. Yeah. How could I fucking forget? <laughs> Idiot, Ashley. I want Mario to dress up as me. <gasps> oh. Wait, what would that be? What kind of costume is a Simone costume? The, the blue Snuggie. Oh, 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 oh my God. Wizard wrap. With your sunglasses. With the sunglasses. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Ship it. It's a game. It's just one game. All right, news this week. Let's talk about some news. So uh, there's a new Pokemon movie, and Allegra Frank has seen it with her own eyes, and you saw the horrible thing that happens at the mm. end of it. It's more like I heard it. You heard it with mm -hmm. your with your own ears. My own ears. The horrible and thing everyone that you else heard ears. was that Pikachu spoke human words. Oh God! Yeah. So there is a new new movie out. I can't talk. Called Pokemon. I choose you. They're only showing it like limited times. I think they're showing it two more times before it's gone. Um, and it's just like a retelling of the original anime, like the first ten episodes or something. So it's like Ash gets Pikachu. Pikachu's a little bitch. Then they're best friends. Then he gets Charmander. It's great. I sobbed because it was the scene where Charmander's in the rain. No! I literally I was hate in that the theater. Scene. Yeah, I it's was too sad. Yelling out loud in theater, sobbing. I was like, please, God, just say, save him, please. Were you were there other people? Yes. We were all talking at the screen, but I literally was holding myself and rocking back and forth and I sobbing and yelling. 
<laughs> I did not care. Anyway, so at the end, things deviate. So like it's pretty much straightforward, but then it deviates at the end and the, like see there's like some feather. Ash is holding a feather in this picture and like Peachy's on his shoulder. That's a Ho-Oh feather. So basically like Ho-Oh decides he's the rainbow hero, which basically means that he can fight ho Like it made no sense. I literally. What's a ho He's a magical bird and he he's is also a- gay culture now. <laughs> yes. From um, Johto. Uh, Pokemon gold. So. Uh, yeah, so basically Ash is like supposed to fight ho It did not make sense. And he ends up getting killed by like a whole legion of Pokemon who are possessed by ho Like killed? literally killed dead. Wait, he is dead. Wait, 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 wait. This bird can possess other Pokemon like yeah. as like to control them or? Yes. This is, and why was it doing that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this movie is about. Why didn't they just kill the bird? <laughs> I have <laughs> I several know. questions for you. That's an important one. Why didn't they do Well, because it's Pokemon. They only kill Pokemon for food, as you know. Uh, they do not <laughs> die in Pokemon battle. actually really just want to kill humans, is the thing. My, I'm like so them. confused mm-hmm. because... Pokemon the first movie. Oh, we were talking about this. Yes. yes. It's like the same Pokemon the first movie, which came out when I was a child, has Mewtwo making a bunch of clones or something. And then all the clones fight the original Pokemon and Pikachu punches Pikachu and I cry. And then Ash is petrified and turns into stone. And then they all cry on him and he comes back to life. It's the same plot. It's similar, but it's like, if that's G, this is PG. You best be having a parent next to you because so Ash dies. So much is it's been 10 years, too. It's been a long time. So basically, uh, Ash dies in a similar fashion. Like Pikachu's about to get wrecked. And Ash is like, I'll take the hit. You stay down, girl. Ash gets hit. Ash gets wrecked. Ash is on the ground. <laughs> Ash is on the ground, fading away to the ghost realm. Where, and Pikachu's next to him because they are wrecked together on the ground. And Ash is like, Pikachu, I love you. You're my best friend. This has been great. And Pikachu reaches out for Ash. And he's like, with like he fingers. basically says, with his five fingers that he has on his hand. And he <laughs> basically is like, oh, Ash, like, I love you too. Ugh. You'll always be my best friend. In like a very girly high-pitched voice that Wait, I can't. So the, it wasn't the voice even like the Pikachu VA. voice? No. It was just like, I love you too, Ash. You're my best friend. Like, I literally, I can't do it. It's really high-pitched, like super feminine. And I'm literally like, I guess they were dating this whole time. Uh, I don't know. No. This is they're best friends and they love each other. Yeah, I guess. I guess they're just best friends. I don't they're know. Just it was like, best friends. It was very like romantic. And then Ash dies. Uh, and then he comes back to life through some rift in the timeline. Did they kill the bird? Why does it sound they like you're re- like watching a like a fan fiction? A bad it fan felt fiction. Like a fan, it felt like a bad fan fiction, but I do it, not I, hate I it. know it's fan fiction. It's fan fiction of Pokemon the first movie, yeah. which came out in 1998. I don't know what's so confusing about that. Wait, so nothing got resolved? The bird is still out there He's terrorizing? Still out there. He's still terrorizing I everyone? To God, I was texting my friend afterward, and I was like, oh, the Charmander scene, like, I cried, and she's like, oh, this movie sounds okay. Like, maybe I should see it. I was like, no, no, I'm not saying it's good. I could not tell you what this movie was about. I don't know what happened It's that all. level of emotional investment where you're like, I love this, but is it good? I don't know. That's how mm. I feel about the nude photo of Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> I think that's probably better than this Pokemon movie, which I wouldn't say you shouldn't see, but I don't know what it's about. And I'm pretty sure Ho-Oh is still out there ready to possess more Pokemon to kill us. Sequel, babe. Ho-Oh. H-O-O-H. Yes. It is a palindrome. 
Could also be pronounced who. Why, why wouldn't he? Who? <sighs> Next topic. The Xbox One X came out this week. And Allegra, you put this topic uh, in I, our document. I love this because you... Because you said like that I always do that. Um, I have a question. Yes. Tell me your question. I think someone else asked someone this, maybe on our Twitter. Someone just in life. Someone once asked, how do you... Oh, it was on Plato. It was Plato. How do you pluralize Xbox One X? Xbox One X's. Xbox is okay. one X. Xbox, Xbox one X. Xbox one X. One X. No, because one X is the name Xbox of the thing. Xbox ones. Yes. So it's one X. Xbox, Xbox one X's. X's. If you have X amount X's. of Xbox ones. Wow. Stop. Now you're just sabotaging this. I am. <laughs> <laughs> because Xbox, right? It, the company. Here, so here's one Xbox. And then, and then, and then, and then mm-hmm. you have the Xbox one because it's not 360. Right. Yes. It's not the S. It's the X. They're only missing the E, but they're mi- they have the X. That is the name of the uh, console. I forgot the word for console. So God. it's apostrophe S. S. Oh, it's an apostrophe. No. With, no. Yes. No. That's, you that's do not what, add an apostrophe when you pluralize. You're not going to say yes, what, you do. the S. Oh, you Chelsea. You do not. Add you an do apostrophe. when you're well. You're Pluralizing something that's weird. No, I don't know. This has Wait, become grammar I've corner. Had, I had Polycultural. I'm saying that's it's my a complicated excuse. question. Is no, it? it's not. It's really not. I'm pretty sure it's just Xbox Wait, One X's. Yeah. It's X I, lowercase s. That's yes. what okay, I, that's, that's my fair, decree. That's fair, that's yeah. Fair. That's uh, Netflix is making an original comic book because of course it is. Ashley, you this was your topic. Why do you I care? Did. <laughs> Simone interrogating our interests. It's basically Simone looking at these and being like, I don't like any of these topics. They're just sort of like, you put this down. You know, I, I want we, everyone to know that Allegra put that one on. Do my I work nothing to say. for me. And next one, oh, Ashley? Really? I don't I know. I said we could take it out if we No, I want, I want you to tell me. So Netflix uh, famously <sighs> streams films and television shows for us on various yes. platforms, such as the online. And yet now they are making a comic book. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah, so actually it's the kick-ass creator who is helping with that, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting. Um, I think it looks promising. I think this is strange because their whole retail model is nothing like what the comic book, the the physical comic book retail model is. Do you know if it's digital only or is it? are they going to be selling it in stores and like dealing with I, lists That I'm shit? not sure about. I think I just heard about the announcement and I was just like, man, you guys are just... <laughs> taken over the world yeah i'm like is it on netflix.com or it's literally gonna be like netflix is publishing for it for bookstores like mm-hmm. i still don't get that would that be part. weird because like they compete with amazon the digital like streaming video front and so it, they wouldn't necessarily distribute it through amazon even though they have a huge kindle platform this it just is, seems strange this is when media empires get weird oh it's the <laughs> ip game all over again oh <laughs> Somebody who is playing the Netflix IP game decided we're going to branch out into comics. Wait for it. It totally makes sense. And someday, like, sandwiches. Now, sandwiches. 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 Will they name that sandwich company Quickster? That's what? exactly what it's going to be. Quickster? Don't you remember when Netflix tried to rebrand its DVD oh, yeah. business? No. Yeah. For, like, for one hot month, and they were like, we're calling it Quickster. K-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. And then everyone is like, that's bad. Don't do it. Netflix was like, you got us. I wish the Tribune had the same reaction with Tronk. 
And they're like, Tronk, Tronk is actually bad. Let's not be Tronk. I like that Netflix got rid of Quickster. Quickster? Mm-hmm. Quiznoster. Sandwich. <laughs> that you can watch, I mean, watch while you eat. That you can eat while you watch. Why not both? And read. BlizzCon was last weekend. <laughs> Blizzard. I feel like that was like a month An ago. An aggressive segue. <laughs> She did not like my sandwich idea. Listen, I love your sandwich idea. I want you to take it back to the workshop, tinker with it a little bit, bring it back to me next week with another when did a fresh you become my boss? proposal. I don't understand. As of two seconds ago, she's your baby. podcast boss now. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Overwatch's new hero, Moira. Yeah. How so do you feel? I probably won't be able to play her, but I do feel that uh, she has what I look for in an Overwatch hero, which is that she is extremely hot and also extremely frightening. So Mm. Moira is a tall, angular, frightening redhead with short hair and metal face parts who fires beams of heel and or balls of heel and balls of hurt at her friends and her enemies. Um, and so our uh, news editor, Mike, played with her and he said that she like has a high, high difficulty ceiling, but that she feels very rewarding to play, which means that yeah, I will not be able to play that, with her. He said that so you can like throw a healing orb, unlike Zenyatta's, which like attaches to one person, you sort of like throw it and it like kind of it's attaches like a, it, to yeah, it, oh, it it people bounce? around. It bounces, right? It's not an area of effect. It bounces and hits someone. No, like it, like they'll show was, like throw the orb and then like little kind of healing streams oh, come out of it to streams. heal people oh, around Oh, that's it. super cool. Yeah. Okay, I like that. What I like more about her and perhaps hate about her is that she looks almost exactly like Hisoka from the popular <laughs> anime Hunter x Hunter. She does. She looks literally exactly like Hisoka. Yeah. I put them side by side. I compared them. They are both redheads with sharp faces Ooh, who are murderers. Yeah. She also looks a lot like David Bowie, but yeah, she actually has. Did you, she has a She's glam skin, skin that is. Oh, she but, does. Yeah, it's literally a Bowie skin. Whoa. She also has the best sprays that are anime inspired. Did you? You yeah, retweeted I saw that. that no, too. I'm not. I'm not gasping about that. I'm gasping because she and Mercy actually have a pair of spray. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, oh. where they're back to back, but then you can put the sprays together so that they're like kind of embracing each other. Embracing and gay. is the PG word. Embracing. For it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she has they are her up on each yeah. other. She. She's wow. like. Mercy has her hand on Moira's thigh, like pulling her. Yes. Wait, what is that ship called? Uh, Moisty. Moisty. There you go. Moira. No, it's going to be something. It has to be something non traditional, like how Mayhem, Mayhem. Junkrat, and May is Mayhem. Morrissey. (laughs) Morrissey. Morrissey. Into that. Wow. I am into that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Settled. Boom. Done. And so Blizzard also during BlizzCon uh, released a bunch of like cool ass concept art and shit, including mm-hmm. uh, one that showed that one of their character concepts was a cat with a jetpack. Yeah. Which actually, uh, good Jeff from Blizzard, Kaplan. Good Jeff, Jeff of Kaplan. the Overwatch team, Kaplan. Who uh, was wearing a rainbow Blizzard pin during one of the talks, by the way. Because oh, I love him. Oh, uh, he's the best. Um, he's great. I hope he never disappoints me. <laughs> so I think he actually <laughs> talked about this in an earlier interview earlier yeah. this year, like with GameSpot or something. And there weren't pictures at the time. So he's just like, oh, we like once like prototyped a cat hero. And everyone was like, oh my God, that sounds so cool. And I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, but like we don't know what it looks like. Like, I don't know. It could have been ugly and like a huge robot cat or something. It's really cute. Aww. It's yeah. actually really cute. I think it, there was like that uh, 
sketch of it. So like flying and doing all this stuff. And there's one where it's like reclining in its tiny chair, like floating oh, in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. They had like two, two configurations so of it. One where it was like a slim, speedy cat who's like hanging and it's very forward. And then another where it's just kind of lying on its back, yeah. which is more authentic. Doing cat for cats. stuff. And then, yeah, I heard actually for Diva's mech, they originally had a cat on it, but they changed it to a bunny because they thought that was more in line with like her hopping. I like the bunny. I think it's stereotypical. Okay, I have a question. If you could sub in Jetpack Mm -hmm. Cat in Overwatch, like you would have to remove someone in Overwatch right now so you could get Jetpack Cat in the game. Who Mm -hmm. would you replace? Doomfist. Wow. Hmm. I just don't like him. That's quick. Okay. It's just play. Ugh, just, Genji. Play of the game machine. Uh, honest Widowmaker? Yeah, that's actually pretty fair. Because I can't play as her. And Most people p- who are good at her are very scary and bad. And then oh. people who are bad at her are on my team only. Yes. Did you see um, the guy from the South Korean team, Flower, play as oh, Widowmaker? Oh, fuck that guy. He's so good. Did I love him. Did you see his like consecutive like kill streak with Widowmaker? It was Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I had no, no idea that a human was capable of doing that with mm-hmm. that character. I was so scared. People who play Pro Widowmaker are frightening and have reflexes oh. of a that reflexes that should not cheetah? be allowed. Cheetah? Never mind. A cheetah? A cheetah? I don't know. They're a fast. very big gun. All right. Uh, Chelsea, vanilla wow? Yeah. Wow, Simone, you are so judgy. <laughs> She's not judging. I don't care. <laughs> she literally is like not even like pretending to understand what these stories are What's anymore. World of Warcraft. What is this? Uh, they made a vanilla flavor. I just want to describe your face, please. Because you literally like slowly turn your head, put your hands on your hips, cocked your head to the side, and said, "Vanilla, wow." wow. With like the most (laughs) questionable face. Let me describe what was going through my head. It was like, I've read that story. I researched that story. I read that story. Looked at Jetpack Cat for hours. Oh shit, I didn't actually do any research on the Vanilla Wow story. And uh, it has Chelsea's name right right next to it. So I'm going to lob it right across the table to you, baby. Yeah. Uh, My job. They're going to add vanilla service to World of Warcraft, which I wanted to talk about because I played, I only played World of Warcraft during vanilla. And mm-hmm. it was not my favorite MMO, but I would still wonder, like, would that be the thing that got me to play? Should we explain what vanilla is? Yes. Let me, let me go back to it. Vanilla is, like, pre any of the WoW expansions, because there's been seven. Just the original game. Yes, the yeah. original game. With the, all the original character classes only, or? Yeah, that would make sense, because there wouldn't be, like, the panda people. Panda! Why but would you want to play without panda people? Is it basically going to be just what that one server was that got shut down? Yeah. Which is just... But because they, they, they kept OG. having to shut down all those vanilla servers. So mm-hmm. I think that they were like, we hear our fans, which I think Blizzard is good at doing. They listen to our fan, their fans. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it's cool because it's basically original classes, original zones without like a lot of the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think but why would that bring you back if you didn't enjoy playing it that much? Well, because place? I do think like the parts of WoW I did enjoy were like, it's simple and it's a fun way to communicate with your friends and mm-hmm. you don't have to like worry about like, the 120 level cap, you know, it's just like 60 and it's very chill and easy. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going to play an MMO right now, which is still hard because life and jobs, (laughs) but like I want something that's more chill and more fun. And like, okay, I just want to be a Tauren cow person. And I was a cow person too. They're so cute. Like one week that I played. Wow. 
when it was a free trial. Let's take a second to talk about Pro Flowers. Fall is definitely my favorite season. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Yes, it has the best aesthetic, best colors associated with it, best flavors associated with it, pretty much the best weather. So if you know someone like me, hint, hint, who is obsessed with fall, we have the perfect gift for them. It is a fresh bouquet of their favorite fall colors from Pro Flowers. Pro Flowers recently sent us their fall bouquet and it is gorgeous. It's a bunch of like lovely multicolored roses that smell like heaven. And it's just so nice to have them, especially because one of the other qualities of fall is that it gets dark and you want a little nice color around you. Pro Flowers definitely has the perfect gift for anyone excited about fall. It is a long-lasting bouquet in all of those fall colors. Uh, they have best, their best-selling cinnamon cider roses, which are a great option for a birthday or an anniversary or basically any wild fall occasion. Have freaking Halloween flowers. Halloween's over. Have mid-November flowers to cheer you up in the middle of November because it's getting real dark out. Or you can go with classics like their 100 Autumn Blooms or a dozen Autumn Roses. You basically can't lose because no matter which bouquet you send, our listeners get 20% off of any of Pro Flowers' unique bouquets of $29 or more. Pro Flowers bouquets are guaranteed to stay fresh for at least seven days or your money back and you control the delivery date, and you also get a cool vase with your flowers. They come right in the vase. It's really awesome, and it'll make you feel real good about the fall. Pro Flowers gives you more bloom for your buck, big, beautiful flowers, more stems for your money, and long-lasting freshness. To get 20% off of all bouquets of $29 or more, go to proflowers.com and use our code POLYGON at checkout. That's proflowers, P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S dot com, code POLYGON. Thank you so much, Pro Flowers, for sponsoring this episode of The Polygon Show. Let's move on to some emails. And I'm going to do that right now. This first email is from Trevor. Hi, Polygon Show. This Friday, October 27th, this was a couple weeks ago, is my last day at my current job. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> I'm Get leaving. Trevor <laughs> waiting. Yeah. Oh boy. Trevor's <laughs> just pressing refresh. Like, this what is why we, we can't do a timely <laughs> advice. We don't even know what the question is yet. I'm leaving in order to follow my dream and plan on using most of my free time to work toward that dream. That being said, Super Mario Odyssey also comes out that day. Oh boy, I think that we've ruined Trevor's life. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have any tips or tricks to stop a video game from keeping you from doing more important things? I need to know what Trevor did. Or should I just beat the game as quick as possible and move on with my life? So, Trevor, listen. Listen, buddy. Sorry, my friend Trevor. I think it has, you may have beaten the game by now, but this advice could be useful to you in the future. Um, I really like setting aside certain hours for certain things on a recurring basis. I feel like it helps me kind of get in the momentum Mm. of that. And that's why I get up to write in the morning because at night it's kind of hard to turn off your brain from work mode. And also you might be tired, too tired to do other things. So that's why I, I kind of like to set aside this sort of sacred chunk of time in the morning to be a productive person before other things in the day get in the way. Um, so I guess I would recommend just like giving yourself a freaking curfew, which is also something that I've done. Cause that, um, 
that will just kind of help you regiment your your gaming time and like treat yourself like a five year old, like I do because I am. What if you turn on parental controls on yourself and be it like, it doesn't work because I know how to turn them off. That's <laughs> true. And I'm a child. <laughs> I am a child. That's I have the no self control. I have no self control. Yeah. I I am the opposite where I'm like, if I get sucked into a piece of fiction, a TV show, anything, I have to. It's like this is the thing I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I will not stop. I mean, I think if you can mainline it, why not? But also I know that Super Mario Odyssey, after you finish it, does not actually end. And yeah. you can play it for thousands and thousands of years and you will be dead. I think your, you your advice have a job. is good of like <laughs> from 4 to 7 p.m. on Saturday are my game hours. Mm-hmm. And then I re- like make it a reward. Right. And that's the better way to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, another thing that, again, comes from NaNoWriMo philosophy um, is the concept of sprinting. So like take if, if you have trouble concentrating and you're always thinking about that thing, do it in chunks. So like half an hour on this task, half an hour on the game or bump it up to an hour because a half hour is a weird amount of time to play a game. But that's what I do with my writing is like 15 minutes of writing, five minutes of break, 15 minutes oh. of writing, five minutes of break. And it it like it helps you kind of because it's such a short time that you're doing the work. You're like, well, this is the time I've set aside for it. I'm going to do it. Pomodoro. And I'll be good at it. That's yeah, the, basically. The name of that. Yeah. that thing is that's like the that is how I do work in life. So in I life. It. Yes. <laughs> do Ashley or Allegra have ideas oh, I mean, of think- time management? Ha! I thought that was pretty solid. Yeah, I Thank like that. You. That cool. was helpful. I hope for that me. helps, Trevor. I hope it's not too late. Uh, this next question is from Bailey. Hey, Polygon fam. It may come as a surprise to you, but you are actually Apocalypse Destroyer of Mankind. Sorry you had to find out this way. What four video game characters would you choose to be your horsemen? Mine would be Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Splatoon Inkling with Dynamo Roller, and Reaper. Happy hunting, Bailey. Oh my god, what four what four video game characters would be our horsemen of the apocalypse? I feel like we should each name one because that that would be the efficient way to do this. I'm all about the time management. Um, <laughs> Allegra, what's yours? Ugh. Well, based off this example, I'm deeply confused because I can't connect any of those guys. Like Spyro and Crash make sense together, but then Reaper and Inkling? They both fucking destroy hey, things. Don't question the choice. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm just trying to decide the how to do already come up done. With one. I don't remember. Huh. I think the four horsemen each have like a name that is like famine and wrath, wrath plague. Okay. Uh, disease. Have. I'm gonna, I have one because Ashley and I were playing Mario Party today. I'm going to choose Peach. Peach is one of your four horsemen. Yep. Okay. Allegra. Or sorry. I did it. I pointed directly at Chelsea and I said Allegra. Cool. Chelsea, which what is your your contender? Uh, I want to say one of the Koopalings. I want to say, what is it, Ludwig? Yeah. Ludwig the Koopaling? Yes. Ashley, what's your contender? Mercy from Overwatch. Hell yes. Oh, that's too good. Uh, mine would be Jacob Fry because he ruins everything he touches. This question is from Will. Poly guys and poly girls, take my question for a whirl. Of all the games you've played so far, which one's writing sets the bar? Whoa. I trust this verse to Master Gil. Yours sincerely, madly, deeply, Will. Wow. Oh, nice Shakespeare job. over here. Killer. <laughs> mm. Um. Oh, okay. So the actual question was best game writing. To, to, to put it into terms that a normal human could understand. Mm-hmm. I am a poet, as you know. So I, I, I speak in verse <laughs> privately. Um, Have you guys played 80 Days? No, I no, haven't. I heard Tell that's me about amazing. It. Uh, uh, so basically it's the retelling of Around the World in 80 Days in a, in a mobile game. You can also play it on Steam now. But it's got fantastic writing because you're playing as, uh, what is his name? 
someone who is in that book around the world in 80 days. God damn it. Fog, fog, Fogly Fletcher. You're playing as is, you're playing as is the main character's manservant, right? And so you're making the choices about his. Uh, I freaking okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Keep going. Uh, you so keep you're, going. You're playing and you're making the choices about the life of, of like you Phileas Fog and his Fogg. newly employed Passepartout. 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 Thank you. I played this in 2014. Ooh, so baby, that was a close one. It was so good because you're you're making the choices about like where you're stopping and all and like. Uh, and different things, but it also has, it's got such cool interactions with Phineas Fobb and all the mm-hmm. other characters. It's just like really fun. And okay. on your phone. That's a good one. Ashley, do you have a best game writing suggestion? Night in the Woods. Hell yeah. Had fantastic writing. I, that's another one that I need to fucking finish. Yeah. Thanks for reminding oh, me. I need to play God. it, man. Was that one of this year's games or last yeah, year's? Yeah. Year. Oh no! Yeah. Add it to the list. No, I Give me hate that code. this. Oh god. Mm-mm. Yeah, that game had like really good writing about depression and basically oh, being god. a person and in your twenties. Trash person. Yeah, yeah. Extremely. Oh, and then making a fool out of yourself in front of someone you like. Being really depressed. Uh, I was thinking like Sybil. I really like mm-hmm. writing of her story. Actually, I liked the writing. Nina Freeman, Sybil. Yes. Yeah. Um, God, there was another one. I like Gone Home's writing. Mm-hmm. Mm, not to go as much. Uh, I like most of Nina Freeman's games. So like yeah. LostMemories.net that I played earlier this year. Um, God, Nina Freeman has this game called Manja that literally made me like sob. And that's just like a twine game. So it's all yeah. text. It's all about the writing. Yeah. I really enjoy, uh, there's a browser-based RPG called Fallen London, which is made by Fail Better Games, and it just has the most surreal, like, sort of Lovecraftian, but without the racism of vibes of being in this 1800s London that has fallen under the surface of the earth and, like, has become a completely different place where people, like, hobnob with devils and tentacle people, and it's it's so surreal, and it's so well-written and magical-feeling, so that's one of my favorite I guess, examples of writing in a video game. This next question is from Logan. Hey all, big fan of the show. My question is this. Has there ever been a game or game series that you weren't initially interested in but ended up checking out due to a friend's constant praise and or prodding? I was never interested in the Persona games until a friend pushed me to check out Persona 3 years after the fact, and now it's one of my favorite series. Alternatively, has there ever been a series that your friends haven't been hot on that you eventually got them to play through constant evangelization? Hard mode for Simone, no Assassin's Creed. Ha <laughs> 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 Fair. Uh, I would definitely say Metal Gear Solid for me, which mm-hmm. I remember like when I started at Polygon, Metal Gear Solid 5 had just come out, so everyone was talking about Metal Gear Solid. I'm, like, I'm not into that. <laughs> I don't care about hot dudes with good butts shooting at things. There, isn't there a dog in there? Diamond dogs. They are called the diamond dogs. Wait, no, but the actual, like, like a husky or something. Is there a husky? In Have five? you played the game? Okay, I'll get there. Let, yeah, let, so, her, let her finish. <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, so I was like, I don't know. This dude is so bearded. And then uh, editor-in-chief Chris Grant was like, no, you need to play it. I will lend you Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes for GameCube. Played it. Loved the heck out of that game. That was one of my favorite games ever. And I was like, I need to play all the Metal Gear, all the Metal Gear games. I own all of them now. Still only played Twin Snakes. But 
Uh, so I you bought first, own all of them. Buy first, play later. Is your mo there? Yes, and then I also was like the persona person, like telling all my friends they had to play it, and you now were the they all love it. Persona. I was the persona for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and me. What would your return favor be, Ashley? My a return? game that you evangelized and got people to play, or uh, were evangelized into? I think I pushed pretty hard for my friends to play Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah, you did. No one listened. No one, by no one ever one, I listens mean me. to me. But it's a great game. <laughs> I played it. If I they would put it. it on the SNES Classic, maybe I would play it. Oh, so I actually just got one recently. Oh yeah. Oh. So we should play that. It's not but they don't on have there. It. It's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> so the game that I think I was evangelized into would be Mass Effect because I was not. I. Minus the Bioshock series, I've never really been interested in first-person shooters. And my roommate Carson, who had the Xbox 360, sat me down and forced me to play it. And then I had tears and feelings and all this horrible junk that I don't want anymore. So Mass Effect was definitely the series that I think I was converted to semi-against my will. And most of what converted me was scanning fucking planets in Mass Effect 2, which is an activity that I genuinely enjoy because I don't know. What about you, Chelsea? Bring us home. What about uh, my, like, when my boyfriend and I started dating, he was like, I know you're a wuss, play Silent Hill, too. And I started to play it, and, like, the noises in that game are too much. But we finally played it together, and I was like, oh, my God, Silent Hill is amazing, even if I am kind of a wuss. It is really scary, actually. Two has got the best, I mean, like, the sound design is so good because you just want to die the whole time and throw the controller out the window. That's one of those things, like, I am such an asshole with horror stuff. I always think, I can't imagine how that could be scary until I sit down and play it. And then I'm like, I'll never sleep again. Yeah. Silent Hill's in that camp for me where I've never, I haven't played Silent Hill 2. And I'm like, <laughs> It looks old. No, it is really, really scary. I believe you. Ah, I believe you. Everything on my side of the table is just going astray. Your microphone astray. is just collapsed. Let's do one more <laughs> lightning round before we take it all the way home. Bring me that lightning. This is from Crass Pants. You're at a party and the host is offering you some soda. Clear or brown, which do you pick? Chelsea. Brown. Allegra. Brown. Ashley. Clear. Clear. Also, next question. This is from Air Gender. Nice. Uh, how long do you spend in a character creation menu? One to two hours and 17 baby name sites? Or are you like normal people? One to two hours and definitely baby name sites. Yep. Yep. Chelsea? Oh, you guys use baby name sites? That's a very good idea. Yeah, that is a really good idea. I think I've used baby name sites sometimes and I forgot about that, but now I just remembered. So mm-hmm. thank you. Baby thank name you. sites are the um, best thing I remember ever. I spent 45 minutes creating my Bloodborne character, and then I played Bloodborne for like 10 minutes, and I was like, okay, no, I'm done. God. <laughs> this question is from Mint John. Ground pound or butt stomp? Ground pound. Butt stomp. Butt stomp. What? Ground pound. Ground pound. I, I just like butt stomping. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Kurt Bonchikut again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, his, name, his name is Trap House now. They changed their name during Trap the show. Trap House 5. Oh, my God. Trap House Five. What Thanksgiving dish is unique to your Thanksgiving tradition? Um, We are extremely white, so I would say it's just whatever basic ass shit you're thinking of. Chelsea, martini shots. Martini shots? Oh, Oh, we do have something called like a. a, We have a weird mixed drink with some strange shit in it. Also, (laughs) like that you stir. It's weird. Is it got cranberries in it? What the? No, I don't want to explain it. Allegra. 
Uh, so my mom is foreign. I'm curious about your answer, Ashley, because my mom's foreign. So she learned Thanksgiving like from TV and stuff. Oh, that is so cool. And just like also just wants to make food. So she would make like jollof rice, which is like whipped, really like mashed rice. Like it looks like mashed potatoes, like very like whipped rice. I never eat it. It looks disgusting to me. But I think it's I like want often it. what, there. What's in it? Like, is it a savory dish or sweet? It's, I think it, I don't eat it. I think it's probably like more savory. Um, it's just, it looks like mashed potatoes kind of. Looks good. I and think I'm Googling the wrong thing. It. But this is Nigerian jollof rice. So Ashley, do you have an answer? Um, yeah, my Thanksgiving things strangely makes really, really fucking good guacamole. Yeah. And every Thanksgiving, we're always like, okay, come over at 1 p.m. and make us a bunch of guacamole while we eat this and watch TV. Do you just eat it straight up or you have like tortilla no, chips? At your with hands. hands. <laughs> no, that's not what Just um, shovel it in. But I mean, to be fair, sometimes like we'll have Korean food there, which is nice. Ugh, jealous. Mm-hmm. It's going to be our last lightning round question. This is from the Amazonian. If you could live a day in the life of a game's villain, who would you choose? I want to be Bowser in Super Mario Odyssey and just plan a wedding. Chelsea, what about you? <laughs> I want to be those monstrous bunnies that, ha- especially the brutals. The, the brutals, <laughs> especially with the one with the chain. You want to help dog. me plan my wedding? Yes. Yes. I just want to all be brutals. I think there's I, four of them. Okay. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, perfect. We're brutals now. We're brutals now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening to this episode of The Polygon Show. Remember, if you want your emails to be read in the episode, you can email polygonshow at polygon.com. And all throughout the week, we are collecting questions for our lightning rounds at hashtag polygon on Twitter. Do not DM them to us. Do not tweet them at a person. Just hashtag polygon. I mean, you can tweet them at a person as long as you include hashtag polygon show. Hashtag polygon show is hashtag polygon show. This has been The Polygon Show. Hey, Polygon Show fans, this is Ezra Klein, and I'd love for you to check out my podcast, The Ezra Klein Show. It is a weekly conversation with the technologists, writers, and policymakers shaping our culture. People like Tim Ferriss, Malcolm Gladwell, Senator Elizabeth Warren. You can find The Ezra Klein Show wherever you get your podcasts.